Welcome to another episode of Market Adventures Podcast, where I share my journey, learning to navigate the stock market as well as tips and tricks to become a profitable trader in the stock market. My name is Alex Cunningham, and in this episode, we talk about what kind of approach I would take towards the stock market if I was 18 years old again. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's my disclaimer. I am not a registered financial advisor or securities broker dealer. These are my thoughts, my opinions, and are not advice. Seek your own education or you will lose money. Seven cures to a lean purse. The first cure, start thy purse to fattening. This is from the richest man in Babylon. Again, the number one cure, start thy purse to fattening. Okay, if I was 18 again, right, that's the focus right here, right? The younger you can start your purse, the wealthier you can be later on. So if I was 18 again, the first thing I would do is create a cash machine. Now, this is often overlooked because for most people, the idea is to go to, you know, go to school and get a job. Or even if you don't go to school, get a job and then level up in that job. My first instinct would be to create a cash machine. How do you create a cash machine? You learn a skill. You learn the skill and you leverage it to earn money. So, for instance, you could be a personal trainer. You could mow lawns. You could sell t-shirts. And you learn that skill. You do it well enough that somebody would pay you for it. And then you leverage that skill to make money. Now, a job could be good too, but a skill allows you to earn that money at any time and has a higher ceiling. So if you have a um, if you're working a couple hours a week, if you're 18, right? So you just graduated high school. You have only have so many hours you can work and they're still going to pay you the same amount of dollars per hour. If you have a skill, you could constantly leverage that skill to make more money, right? So that's the benefit of learning a skill. Now, the next thing I would do is after I learned the skill and I learned to leverage to make money, I would start avoiding debt. If you haven't already, that's why I say start, because if you already have a credit card at 18, what some kids do, right? If you don't, you want to avoid debt. Now, having a credit card is not bad because you do want to build credit, but you want to avoid unnecessary debts, right? If your parents are willing to pay your, you know, pay some kind of student loan for you, if your parents are willing to pay for your phone bill, if they're willing to let you live with them for free or to pay a small amount in rent, do that. Don't jump into, I want to be my own person and live my own life right away. No, you stay there and you avoid debt. Again, we're talking about fattening your purse. You cannot fatten your purse if you're increasing the amount of money coming out of your purse, right? So we want to avoid debt. And if we do have debt, we want to keep it very minimal or start working on paying it off right away. Because at 18, if you can acquire a large amount of cash 
and limit the liabilities is an 18 year old that leaves you in a very powerful position. Now, once I've learned the scale and once I've you know, gotten to my mind to avoid debt, to avoid the frivolous things in life, the next thing I want to do is to begin my stock market education. Right, if I'm going to go to college, then that's fine. What I want to do in between the hours where I'm studying and going to school, I have a cash machine, right? So I don't have to go to work, which is beautiful, especially for college. I don't have to go to work. I'm leveraging that skill I learned at 18 years old to make money. So I'm training people on the side. I'm mowing lawns around the school. I'm selling t-shirts on campus, which is a big you know, cash cow if you can really do a good job about that. And then educate myself when I'm not in class, right? The time that I'm not in class and the time that I save by not having to go to work will leave me a little extra time every day to start educating myself on the stock market. Now, that could be reading books. If you're tired of reading books because you're reading books all day in school, you can use YouTube um, and you can download audio to start really educating yourself. You also want to start paper trading. If I had started paper trading at 18, I mean, I'd still be doing this podcast, but Lord knows where I would be, right? If I could have started paper trading, because if you can paper trade at 18, one, as an 18-year-old, you have a better understanding of how to use technology, and you have a better understanding of how to utilize your phone to use technology. Again, the older you get, the harder it is for to you to see to use your phone and to utilize apps and paper trade. But at 18 years old, my mind is ripe and fresh. I can learn things very, very quickly. I'm paper trading. I might paper trade in class because I can do it on my phone, right? And I'm always trying to practice. At 18 years old with no family, limited debt responsibilities, I can leverage my time much more than anybody else. Right. So with my cash machine, I'm just fattening my purse, fattening my purse, continuing to go, continuing to grow. And if I can leverage other people now, so if I'm selling T-shirts, if I can get other people on campus to sell for me, I'm reducing my my net profit for myself. But what am I doing? I'm increasing the amount of shirts I can sell and I'm saving time. So now that time saved can be used to continue making myself better in the stock market. Now, that's a real machine. Think about that. A machine that you're not sitting there churning by yourself. Now you're using other people. You're giving them a small percentage of the money. Or you're mowing loans, whatever. You're giving them a small percentage of the money. And you're now taking your time back. Right? It's better to trade a little bit of money off the top to work less to get it. So if I'm at 18 years old and I have a nice little cash machine going, I'm either on campus or I'm not on campus, whatever. I'm leveraging that skill. I'm keeping my debt down. I'm learning my stock market education right now. Right? The next thing I want to do is open up an account. Right? Open up a trading account. And now my cash machine is flowing into my stock market account. Right? I'm not using any other money. I'm flowing that money right into the stock market account. Right? I'm starting to build that up. Because the strategy that I would use at 18 is I would go for growth and dividends. Growth like Snapchat, Pinterest, uh, Facebook, when Facebook comes down. I mean, right now it's a little expensive. Facebook, uh, Slack. I would use these growth stocks that are, that are going to grow over time, that have good potential and good balance sheets. And I would go for dividends. So why would I go for dividends at 18? Well, I also want to learn and appreciate 
the idea of owning a company and that company paying me, right? That's a mental shift that a lot of 18-year-olds don't have. A lot of 18-year-olds think that they spend money to a company. They don't even think of it on this level, but reality, right? They spend money to a company, they get something back. That's the end of the transaction. So if I go to Walmart, I buy something at Walmart, I walk out, my money goes to Walmart and nothing comes to me. So I want to shift my mentality to now understand, okay, I can buy something and now that thing is paying me back. That dividend is going to change my mindset. Growth, right? I have a good understanding of how things are growing because if I use Snapchat every day, I can understand the value of Snapchat. Where are the, what are the, some of the good things, some of the bad things? My stock market education has allowed me to look into the company balance sheets and see where their money's at. So that's the strategy that I would use, right? Allowing my cash machine to flow into these growth stocks and these dividend stocks, right? Now, some non-stock market stuff that I would do. I have a cash machine. I'm pushing it into the stock market. Now, if I had a job on top of it, that's extra cash. That money's going towards any debts. If I can avoid getting a job, the next thing I'm going to learn is... I'm going to learn how to build a business around my skill. So now I've already learned how to leverage other people with my skill. Now I'm also learning the business aspect. So not only am I becoming a, an investor, not only are my is my cash machine um, flowing into the stock market so I can learn to be an investor at a young age, I'm also learning how to manage a business at a young age. Because now I'm not just mowing lawns, I am paying other people to mow lawns for me. Those are employees. I'm a, I'm a business owner and I have employees. Holy crap. And I'm, I'm, I'm not even 20 yet. Right. I'm learning how to manage employee, manage books, making sure I'm paying my expenses, making sure I'm, I understand payroll. I'm learning valuable skills that a lot of people don't learn. The kids that are in, if I'm in college, that is right. The kids that are going to under a business major, they're learning stuff that I've already been practicing, right? I'm I'm light years ahead of them because not only am I learning it, I'm learning on the hard side. I'm dealing with bad employees. I'm dealing with, you know, over leveraging my debt when it comes to, you know, buying t-shirts in bulk and selling them. I'm learning all these things on the fly in the battlefield, right? So learn to be an investor and an owner is a big deal. I'm learning the ins and outs. Now, what's the big idea here? What's, what's the main idea? The cash machine allows my portfolio to grow. And I'm trying to make it the cash machine as passive as possible. The growth of that portfolio will pay off later on. And I still have the value of the assets. And I also have the extra cash flow from the cash machine. Because now I'm also learning to turn that cash machine into a business. So that the excess money can also go into my pocket. Right, I'm learning time and I'm learning leverage, the value of time and leverage. Now, remember the key things I'm saying here is learning. I'm learning a lot. Yeah, I'm getting some money. Yeah, I'm building my portfolio, but I'm learning a lot of stuff that I otherwise wouldn't learn. And as a teenager, I can absorb a lot more than, say, an older person. And even in their 20s, an 18-year-old can absorb so much more than someone in their 20s. Right? That's a big deal. Now, some, some other things I can do, right? So once I have a strong cash machine, 
I have a good portfolio. I've also learned how to trade. So now I'm learning how to flip my money to get a larger return in a shorter period of time. Now, once I've got the machine going, I've got a portfolio, I can also start to dip my hands into other things like real estate. Now, my cash machine or my portfolio can serve as a down payment for properties. So if I buy, say I buy Snapchat and it doubles, whatever, and I have so many shares of it because my cash machine has really allowed me to get in really deep. And boom, I sell half my position because now half of it was free because I've doubled up. I can use that money as a down payment. Say I have two or three grand that I can take out of my portfolio. I can use that as a down payment or my cash machine, right? I've gotten to a position where I'm comfortable with the portfolio and I have some extra money in my trading account that I've been using to flip to get free money out of the market. Now I can use some of that cash machine money to flow into real estate investments, right? So I've already learned how to build a business. I've already learned how to invest in the stock market. Now I'm starting to learn how to educate myself in real estate. And the funny thing is I'll learn real estate faster than I learn anything else. Because all of the things that are involved in real estate are also involved in investing and are also involved in business. People want you to think that they're different. People want you to think the stock market and real estate and being a business owner, they want you to think that they're so different and they're not. They're really not. If you can learn one, it sprinkles on top to learn the other. Right? You're swinging from a high tree to a high tree. You're not climbing anymore. Think about that. You climbed all the way up to learn all this education in the stock market, and everybody wants to believe, wants you to believe that you got to climb down to find your way up the real estate tree. No, you swing across, high tree to high tree, jump branches. Your real estate investing or your business investing, once you've learned the basics and started to learn some advanced techniques in the stock market or whatever you're deciding to learn. It's swinging from tree to tree. Now you're now it's easier for you to understand the others. And the, the benefit of this now, I'm diversifying my assets. Now, I don't diversify by, by the way that the money managers teach you to diversify, right? I'm going growth and dividend, strictly, not diversifying from there. I'm building my cash machine, sticking to my cash machine, sticking to what I know, my guns. But I'm diversifying because now instead of one asset, which is just... I have a side hustle selling t-shirts. Boom. Now I have two assets because I have a stock market. Boom. Now I have three assets because now I bought a rental with the extra money from my cash machine. Diversifying my assets allows me to push the ceiling of how much money I can make to remove the limits. And if I can do this at 18 years old, not to say I'm going to have all this happen in one year, but if I can start this process at 18 years old as a 26 year old now, I can tell you I would be leaps and bounds ahead. Now, for the quote of the week. Your I don't want hold a key to your success. When you say I don't want to, do with whatever this is those that category of your of your mentality your i don't want hold a key to your future i don't want to read i don't want to write i don't want to exercise 
I don't want to apologize. Think about think about that. You get into a relationship with someone and you say you don't. I don't want to apologize, right? I don't want to. I don't want to educate myself. I don't want to take ten minutes a day, twenty minutes, thirty minutes a day to exercise. Your I don't want hold the key to your success and your future. Make that list as short as possible, and that will begin to expand the possibilities in your life. That's it for this episode. You've been listening to the Market Adventures Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. But most importantly, share this show with friends and family you think need to hear this information. Again, the more we reach, the more people we can free. Until next time, happy trading.